I'm boy. Li- I'm Mitch, and joining me is Luke. Yo. So, um, welcome back to this, you know, um... The Fortnite's podcast. This Fortnite Fortnitely podcast. Yes. It's a very different, difficult word, right? So, we're back, and we're going to get straight into the wrapping. So, yes. take it away, Luke. Oh, thank you, Mitch. So, in week three last week, some of our teachers went on a series of professional learning days. This was the McRell or McREL leadership course. Yes, mm-hmm. also we had teachers visiting from other schools to see how we teach literacy and using proficiency scales in the classroom. Also, last Friday we had the district cross-country and we have some shout-outs to make to Maddie Camillo, Charlotte Stefanowski and Lola Freeman because technically they came first, second and third but they got disqualified for running the wrong way round one of the wrong way round the other markers, which was cl- not very clearly marked at all, they were extremely disappointed. But then they turned their frowns upside down, and then they stood by that spot and made sure the other runners didn't make the same mistakes. Cheering on Wembley's and other schools, so that was great sportsmanship. Mm. Well done, girls. Well done. And uh, week four, the Year Sixers have their final personal de- personal development session. Yep, PD. <clears throat> so good. Yep. And school photos have been on. So your class photo and the teacher's photo and the individual photo and the family photos are all out. I don't have a brother or a sister. I'm lonely, so I don't have a family photo. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Thursday, 10th of May and Friday, 11th of May, we have the Mother's Day stall. So you can bring some money and you buy something from the Mother's Day stall. Mm. You go throughout the day. And the it's preps good. have their Mother's Day morning on Friday. Mm. Which way do you think their mums come in, I guess? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, actually this... So, it actually wasn't too long this weekend, the rapping, wasn't it, Mitch? Yes. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to go to a very serious topic, or mm-hmm. serious for us, the Year 6 transition to high mm. school. Obviously, is incredibly important to me and Mitch as well as everyone else in Year Six because we're starting to think about the secondary school transition process. Yes, so the secondary school transition process is a very complicated process where you know, so basically the school hands every Year Six student a you know paperwork where they fill out their first preference of what high school they want to go and their second and their third. And, you know, they go around and look at all the schools they want to go to and they decide what they want to go to and their second preference and their third preference. Mm. Um, so, you know, for this, for some students, this means taking extra tests and, uh, you know, sporting things because they mm. have to get into different high schools. Yeah. So we spoke to some UCIC students who are currently going through this process. Um, all right. Um... I am Miss McClue, uh, and I'm not normally the voice of the podcast, but today I am helping Gemma talk to some of our year sixes about transition. Who here, sorry, with me I've got Millie, and I've got Allegra, and I've got Izzy, and I've got Sarah, and I've got Harvey, and I've got Nicola, and I've got Gemma, and they are all currently going through 
a process of transition, which is applying for secondary school. So um, I'm going to ask Harvey first, because Harvey and Nicola did a special kind of test in the last couple of days. Harvey, can you tell us what you've been up to? Um, so I uh, last week on Friday, we had to do this. Um, so on Friday last week, we had to do a fitness test with everyone that's competing for a sport. And um, you had to do some agility tests, um, some running tests, uh, hopping tests, throwing tests, and uh, yeah. Um, what school did you do this for? Uh, I did this for Maribyrnong Sports Academy. Same. Same for you, Nicola. So what, what sport are you hoping... Is this for a special spot, like a scholarship, guys? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what sport are you hoping to get? AFL. And for you, Nick? Soccer. Soccer? Yeah. Tell me, about the, tell me about the running test. Like, was it how fast, how far? It was a 20-metre sprint. 20-metre sprint, and then we had the beat test. Oh. <laughs> uh, how far did you get on the beat test, guys? I didn't do well in the beat test. Didn't you? What did no, you get? I got six points. I think. Do you normally get higher? Oh, I've got 11 before. So. Oh, what happened? You know? Like you just didn't feel good on the day? No, I don't know. Oh, right. I got around 8.6. Yeah. And stuff. Is there a next stage? Uh, yes, there is. We, uh, the next stage is when we compete for our sport and show them our skills and stuff. I did mine today. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um... Competitive. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that many girls showing up for soccer. There was, I think, eight or seven. Yeah. But there can only like there can be one or more person that actually gets into the team. Last year, I I knew that there was actually only one because that one person was actually my keeper of the of my team. <laughs> so it's probably going to be really hard if I do get into the next round. They'll email us. Mm-hmm. Do you know when you find out? Uh, sometime this week it'll be by an email. Um, so for footy, I have two tests. Um, ones uh, on Tuesday after school, and ones on Thursday before school next week. And um, then if we get into that, there's a third round. Not much kids get into that, and that sort of tells you you're probably in the team and stuff. So I'm hoping to get into that. Were the people that you were playing up against today like really good and was it like hard competition? For me, uh, well, there was there was a couple. There's two girls from the school. Um, I don't think they played their best. I, I know that because I used to play on their team. But there was a couple that I think just wanted to choose a second sport and try it out for them but didn't really know how to play. And then there was other girls that did play, and I have actually met them before. What happens if you don't get through? Then you probably won't go for the, for the school, or you'll just try out for the mainstream. Or you can try out for a different sport. In year nine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can try at different, at different times. Yeah. yeah. So you guys did, you've gone for a particular sports testing. 
But Sarah, Izzy, Allegra, Millie and Gemma, have you done something different? What's been your experience for transition? Mm, well, I'm, I'm doing my test for um, university high on um, like tomorrow and I have to get up like all super early. So what test do you have to do? Is that um, like all the text for like um, it's like um, like um, numerical reasoning, verbal reasoning, technical reasoning. It's like this, um, the C programming reasoning, and um, like maths and English and stuff. How are you feeling about it? Good, cause um, my mum got these tests on the internet from like the people. I don't know what it is, but it's like those practice tests, and I got twenty out of twenty on the numerical reasoning, which is good. What are you gonna um, say, Millie? So they're like academic tests and they're sort of I guess different for every school because for the Academy of Mary Immaculate they have an interview then and scholarship process and then also um, with Melvin girls they also have a no they have yeah so they have like a sort of test where you have talk about like your person that you inspire to be in your own influence. Did you have to do that? I'm doing it soon. Who's your person? If they ask you that question, who inspires you? What would you say? I don't know. Probably a person called Annie Nolan. Tell me. No, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about you, Allegra? What's what? Do you, what's your story? Well, I will be applying for a seal test for Williamstown, mm -hmm. which includes an interview for getting to like the top one hundred. That's that's tough, eh? Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it? Are you are you feeling positive? Or are you a bit worried about it? Um, I'm feeling pretty good about the maths. Yeah. But when I heard that there's actually English, I'm like, yes. All right, Gemma, you put a question. Okay. If you've got your scholarship, what do you? What are the things you have to do to keep it? Um, well, you have to keep on working hard, doing what you're meant to be doing. Because um, usually when you do the SEAL tests, um, if you get in, the stuff that you have to do is meant to be hard and challenging. Well, for their age. Um, so I think you just have to keep working hard to keep the scholarship you get. Do you guys feel, do you guys feel under pressure or stressed at the moment? Yes. What, tell me about that, Harvey. Um, because there's so many kids come trying to get into the same school and. So, are you, like, do you feel worried that you'll be disappointed if you don't, if it doesn't go your way? Yep, because I've worked hard and tried. Yeah, it's tough yeah. when you actually, when you really want something, you and you actually have worked hard mm. for it. And if it still doesn't go your way, that's really hard. Yeah. Does anyone else feel a bit stressed or? Um, Sort of, because I don't know what my results are going to be. Mm. So there's and like a specific time, so you're mm. like, I have to get it finished. Mm. Yeah, and there's also like like a bunch of other kids, and they might actually think, um, because you might like, um, like you're doing a test against like other kids, and they might be like way smarter mm. than you. Any of you guys getting, um, I remember when I was leaving my primary school. And I, I love my primary school, and I remember feeling really, really nervous about leaving my friends and going to this bigger school that seemed really, really scary. Has anyone started to think about that, or are you all just really excited? What do you think, Nick? Oh, I have thought about it a lot, but I know that my friends will always be there for me, and they'll always be my friends, so... That's true, that's good, yeah. Tess, what about you? 
I agree with Nicola, like we can always stay in touch. Yeah, especially now you guys, it's so easy for you to stay in touch. Yeah, definitely. But like whenever I feel like a depressing song, I always think about that. Can't get the tears happening already. Um, so Tessa, you just joined us, and yeah. Tessa, you've got a slightly different story. So we've talked yeah. about fitness testing, we talked about seals, we talked about just doing regular mainstream applications, but you have got a different story to tell. Yeah, um, I'm going to go to Halebury, the city campus, and I. I have a 50% scholarship there, so basically my mum, instead of playing, paying 100% of the fees, she's going to pay 50% of the fees because of my scholarship, and also the she's also going to be working with the um, with the women's football team there. So what, what's your scholarship for? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Just being Tessa. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I have had two interviews, one with the principal and one with the middle school director. Mm. And How were they? The, so first of all, I had it with the middle school director and I was fidgeting a lot and nerve-wracking and stuff. And, um, and then I had it with the principal, which was even more nerve-wracking because she looked so posh. And everything, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm never gonna meet this standard. And um, so, and sh so then I went out, and um, apparently I did really well. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. What was the hardest question they asked you? Uh, probably. I can't remember. It was last year. Um, <laughs> Why do you want to go to this school? That was the hardest. What did you say? Um, I completely forgot. Something really bad. <laughs> but <laughs> probably... It can't say, have been that bad if they gave you a position. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, maybe... I think I said, well, because it's a co-ed school and my mum said I should... Um, go to a co-ed school <laughs> and I've always wanted to go to a single sex school and but the class is a single sex and why I do you why did you want to go to a single sex school? Because I find boys really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Harvey's not here anymore. Well, uh, that's an interesting <laughs> question. So so what do you girls think? Do you would you if you had the choice, would you prefer to go to um, single like single sex or co-ed? Jelly, what about you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I'd rather go to a co-ed school, actually. Because? I don't know, because in the real world, you have to work with boys. You have to put up with them. <laughs> <laughs> and I find that in a co-ed school, it's the best way to learn how to do that. True. What about you? Um, well, since I've been going to a co-ed school for like you know, seven years... Um, well, I like going to co-ed uh, co school, but I think I'd prefer going to, like, an all-girls school because, I don't know, I feel like um, you have, like, better connections and everything. Mm -hmm. Nick? I feel like I would... I like co-ed co schools better because um, I, I just... 
find the the same sex is just too posh. <laughs> okay. I just can't handle it. <laughs> what don't you like about it being posh? What kind? What? What's? I can't be posh. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Interesting. <laughs> what about you, Gemma? What's your thoughts? Um, well, I am a bit of both. I mean, I I would have liked to go to Williamstown because there are there's there are co-ed school, but there are girls' streams, mm. and I have no time for boys when um. Um, mm-hmm. when uh, they're being silly in class, and I just and it's and it's hard for me to focus when mm-hmm. um when I get distracted, and you probably know that from year three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know, know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's um. But then I also <laughs> like coed schools because I get to socialize with different genders mm. and um i think it like to um to, uh, for me to succeed you will probably need um, you will probably need to socialize with boys mm. we'll go here and then yeah oh this was three more comments go um, <laughs> um i think i prefer co-ed because I feel like at an all-girls school, there'd just be so much gossip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. don't like gossiping it's, at all. It's too I hate gossiping. I like gossiping. Self-diagnosed gossip. All my friends will know that if um, if they gossip, I'll leave because I hate um, gossiping. Even if I'm not gossiping, gossiping about... Um, uh, people, I just don't like it because talking about people behind their back is nasty, mm. and it's not in my nature to be nasty <laughs> and mean. Right. Yeah, Sarah, you've been waiting patiently. So is Izzy. Go on. Um, so I would probably go to a co-ed school, but like what Gemma said, like before, um, like to have like all girls classes or all boys classes. So you don't get really distracted in class or really annoyed in class because of the boys or the girls, depending on what gender you are. Benefit of both worlds on this. That's that's a good idea. Sounds a good idea. Mm. What about you, Izzy? My mum works at an old girls' school and she says that there's a lot and a lot of, like, um, fights and, like, yanking hair. (laughs) I wish. I went to all all my schools. Well, my very first primary school, which I think I was only... my parents who listen to this probably could write in or tell me what, if I'm right or wrong. But my first primary school, I think I was only at maybe until like grade uh, one or two, I think. Yeah, and that was co-ed, but I don't really remember a lot about that school. And then my next, my primary school and my secondary school was all just girls. And I liked it, but I think I would have preferred maybe to go... I think looking back, maybe it would have been better for me to go to a co-ed school. I don't know. Maybe? Um, I think going to a co-ed school in primary school is, like, a better idea because, like, mm. you're younger and you don't really care. But then mm-hmm. when you get older, you sort of get more annoyed at the smallest things easily. Mm-hmm. It's either one way. Um, when you get into high school and you get in, um, grown up, it's um you have to choose a path where you're gonna go. So you're either gonna go that way yeah. or you're gonna go that way. And yeah. that's a path really you have to pick when you're older. Like, <laughs> I think that's that's probably a lot of information for people to listen to about transitioning. I guess you guys are gonna find out 
August time where you actually mm. some of you will find out earlier if you know if you've I'm applied really yeah if you've already applied for a scholarship but some people have to wait a bit longer um because you said that there's all different scholarships like Nicole's doing a sports mm. one Des is doing a 50-50 one like all of us are doing like academic and stuff but then like the thing is with um high school I sort of don't want to do those tests because like the schools are all on the other side of town, and then uh, yeah. the traveling and everything. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah, you get you go from only having a five or ten minute journey to get to primary school to some. Sometimes you guys getting trains and trams yeah. to places. Last comment, Gemma, and then I'm going to wrap this up so that you guys can um, go out and play. Um. Uh. When you, but it also depends. Because um, where I'm applying to go to Footscray, but I think either way I can probably get in because it's in my school section. Zone. But mm. also I do karate and um, they've got a karate scholarship that you can actually go for. No way, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, in Footscray City. Uh, so, I can, uh, so I can get in that way or um, by a lacrosse or like a sport. Cool. Well, thank you guys and good luck, but thanks for talking to us because I reckon it's good for everyone else to hear what happens uh, when you go through the transition process. Cool. Any other comments? Oh, my no, God. 90. All right. Go have lunch. See you guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 So, Luke, as you know, both of us are Year 6 students. Mm. Um, for me... On the, um, the, the paperwork thing, I put Williamstown as my first preference because my brother goes there. He's in actually year 11, and next year will be in year 12. Mm. So where are you going, Nicole? Well, you. I've gotten into Halebury, which mm. not many people know. It's like this uh, high school in the city, and it's mm. a single block, and there's a park, a massive park right next to it. Mm. But my second preference... It's actually Willie with you, Mitch, because yes, it's, yes. it's actually quite a good school. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's very good. Right, and also, uh, I have, you know, for the uh, Williamstown, they have SEAL program. We have to take a test, and I think you're doing it as well, are you? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so, you know, lots of, other, lots of other schools do that where they have to, there's like a special program. I know that Maribyrnong is like the uh, ACE program. That's something else. I don't know, it's something called the ACE program and you have to take a test to get into it and then he, you know, gets sucked into it. So, yeah. And mm. also, there was a topic about, like, same-sex schools, like, you know, mm. only boys' schools and only girls' schools. What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, Halebury has a thing where mm. the the actual school grounds mm. is same, I mean, different sexes. Yeah. Except when you're in class... Mm. It's the same, it's, you know, the same gender and the same sex. So in your class, you've got all boys around you, but when you're having recess or, like, going out to do an actual, like, activity, mm. you'll be doing it with, you know, different sexes. Yes, that's, that's bit me. Mm. And also Williamstown, as Gemma said in the interview, um, they have, like, a co-head thing, which is, like, you know, boys and girls. And um, then they have, like, girls' classes, like, only girls' classes. They have, like, three or four, or no, like, I don't, I don't know, but they don't. They have only a set amount, which you can go into, and uh, you, know, you know, when they're doing the interview, they seem to be blaming the uh, boys mm. for distracting, which is why they want to be in the only. Yeah. Place. 
Which, you know. I reckon the real reason why you're feeling distracted by us is because all boys have beautiful, beautiful faces and you're good. No, I'm just kidding. That, that was really, that escalated really randomly. No, mm-hmm. but I'll admit the boys sometimes are a bit more, yeah. you know, cheekier yeah. than the girls. But I yeah. can't exactly say we all distract you. Mm. It's the fact that you look over at us trying to distract you. All right. Now, Luke, if you had the choice, do you, would you go to a same-sex school or would you just... Yeah, I don't really care. I probably wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really see the point. Yeah, I know. Like, mm. like what's the point? What's the point of going to a same-sex school? I, I would... Yeah, I'm not really sure. But I'm sure lots of people have their you know, yes. thoughts about if it. You, if you want to go to a same-sex school, that is fine by me. It does not bother me. But in yeah. my opinion... I'm going to go to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, same. All right, so coming up next is the uh, year two Kaboom percussion incursion that they had. Which sounds amazing. Week two, the low the lower school had a percussion incursion with Kaboom, which we actually made a mistake in the title. It's actually prep to year two. Yeah. So it wasn't just year two; it was prep to year two. And we have a Miss Tan to talk about uh, the experience with uh, the Kaboom percussion incursion. I'm Lenny and I'm Sigrid and today we're interviewing Miss Tan about the Kaboom incursion. So, uh, first of all, can you explain to the viewers what the Kaboom incursion was about? Yep, so Kaboom percussion was about using objects and different things as percussion instruments. So percussion instruments are anything that you can hit, shake or scrape that makes a sound. And so the normal percussion instruments are your drums, your guiros, your tambourines. Um, but these guys, Kat and Josh, they use the body percussion. Uh, and uh, they use buckets as drums. They used cups. Um, what else? They, they juggled egg shakers and did body percussion. At the same time, they did chair drumming. It was really amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So what did they have to learn in the class? Like, what was the main focus? So I guess the incursion was mainly about tying in what we do in the classroom and bringing it into, um, I guess, uh, the rhythms that we do, uh, but how you can perform using the different rhythms that we learn in the classroom. So for example, year sixes, we did a bit of chair drumming uh, last term. We haven't done that with the younger year levels, and it was preps to two that saw kaboom percussion. And it was just really exciting to see how you could do music, not just with instruments, but with anything you can find, really. Mm. Uh, so, what was it like? The en- atmosphere, the environment. Um, it was really exciting. So we had preps uh, once in one show and then once in twos in another show. And Josh and Kat were a really amazing, very entertaining, very engaging. Uh, they performed different things and they got kids to come up 
and uh, do things with them. They composed a song, a, a piece as well, um, using like clicking, clappings, um, staffing, and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, it was really exciting. I think the kids loved it. Well, I was just going to ask, how did the kids go about it? Was it easy, hard? Oh, uh, well, ma- they mainly just had to watch what was going on, and uh, I think they found it really fun to watch. I know that the teachers told me that when they went back to class, they started sort of doing things with their cups and with their sort of chairs and, and hitting the tables and stuff like that, so I found that quite funny, but yeah. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. That's it. Thanks, Miss Tan, for coming in and telling us the Kaboomian Kaboom and we hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks for giving me. So that was actually extremely interesting. Yeah, I know. It looks and sounds really cool. Like this. And, like, me and Mitch, we watched a YouTube video just then, mm-hmm. and it was, like, them doing a part of a Caribbean Caribbean. Caribbean. Sorry, not Caribbean. They were doing like a sort of cover on it Mm. and it was on this like weird percussion sort of thing and it looked so, it looked and sounded so cool. Mm. Just type it up. It's called like Kaboom. Like, yeah, yeah, Kaboom. Pirates of the Caribbean. 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 It was so cool. Also, the encouragement was good well because they used like, Mm. because you know, when you think of percussion instruments, you think of like drums and Mm. stuff like that, but they used like, you know, like chairs and cups and Mm. their body parts and. Yeah. Sounds so good. So coming up next is story time with Aaron. Yeah. some absolutely great feedback from her last fortnight so now she's back with another picture book for the lower grade and the first chapter from the gizmo for our older students yes so let's which is so lit right now hi this is erin austin i'm reading little bear and the big fight by jutta langrote and vera sobat And this story is about a little bear who has a little bit of trouble resolving classroom issues, which I think is perfect for one of our junior year stories for this week. It should have been a very happy day at Bear Kindergarten. The cubs were working with brand new blocks of clay and they could make whatever they wanted. Little Bear used the clay to make farm animals. His best friend Brandon made what he always made with clay, pink flamingos. Who has the pink clay? asked Little Bear. I do, answered Brandon. I need some of it, said Little Bear. I'm going to make a big fat pig for my farm. Use another colour, said Brandon. I'm making a whole lake full of flamingos and I need all the pink. I can't use another colour, answered Little Bear. Pigs have to be pink and you're supposed to share. Too bad, shouted Brandon as he gathered up all the pink clay. I got the pink first. Make your silly old pig yellow. This made Little Bear angry. Give it to me, Brandon, and give it to me now, shouted. He shouted, reaching for the pink clay. Still clutching the clay, Brandon wriggled away from Little Bear and raced around the table and into the bathroom. Now Little Bear was very angry. 
He swept Brandon's flamingos off the table and onto the floor. Then he stomped on them. That was a nice little bear, said Danny, picking up the clay car he made and taking it to a safer place. Little Bear didn't care if the other cubs thought he was nice. He stood in the middle of the room and glared at them. I can't, I can be even meaner than that, he said. Everyone heard the sound of a toilet flushing. Brandon came out of the bathroom and looked at Little Bear. I decided I'd rather flush away the pink clay than share it with you, Brandon announced proudly. Oh yeah, said Little Bear. Well, look what I did to your flamingos, bratty Brandon. Now Brandon was angry and Little Bear was angry. Suddenly, Little Bear jumped on Brandon and bit his ear. Miss Brown, the kindergarten teacher, rushed over and used all her strength to separate the two cubs. Stop it right now, Little Bear, she said as she pulled him away from Brandon. Ow, cried Brandon. Little Bear bit me. What were you thinking of, the teacher asked Little Bear. Why would you ever bite your friend Brandon? Brandon's ear began to bleed. Miss Brown went to get a bandage. Danny checked the toilet to see if the clay had clogged it. It hadn't. It wasn't my fault, said Little Bear. He wouldn't share no matter what happens. Little Bear's friends shouldn't bite, said Miss Brown, bandaging Brandon's ear and patting him. Or fight, she said to Brandon. The other bear cubs all nodded and looked away from Little Bear. I didn't mean to do it so hard, said Little Bear. He spoke so quietly that no one heard him. Later, when all the other cubs worked together on Jigsaw Puzzle, Little Bear didn't join in. He looked at a picture book, but he really didn't see very much. He felt as if he were all alone. On the way home, Mama said, Miss Brown told me you hurt Brandon today, Little Bear. Isn't he your best friend? Not anymore, said Little Bear. He started it. He wouldn't share. When Little Bear arrived at school the next morning, he thought about telling Brandon he was sorry. But then he thought about the pink clay and how selfish Brandon was, and he felt angry. None of the cubs paid any attention to Little Bear. They let Brandon, with his big new bandage, be king of the castle. And Little Bear got mad all over again. Even at bedtime, when Papa came to say goodnight, Little Bear was still angry. And the angry feeling lasted all through the day. It didn't feel good. That night, Mama said to Papa, Look, dear, here's a picture of Little Bear on the first day of school. That was the day he met Brandon, remember? I do, said Papa. Brandon and Little Bear were as happy as two cubs in a cave. Good friends are hard to find. Little Bear remembered. He remembered the happy feeling of having Brandon for his friend. But now it was easier to just stay angry. Mama had some clay for Little Bear to bring to school the next day. I thought you might want to share this clay with Brandon, she said to Little Bear. No, said Little Bear, he's not my friend anymore. Be careful what you say, Little Bear, warned Papa. It might come true. At recess, Little Bear still didn't feel like playing with the other cubs, so he walked over to a corner of the playground. All of a sudden, Brandon came over to him. If I say I'm sorry, will you say so too, Little Bear? asked Brandon. Little Bear thought about saying yes, even though he knew the fight was all Brandon's fault. 
He really missed being with him. But Little Bear took so long to answer that Brandon turned away and walked away. Little Bear felt worse than ever. All through snack, Little Bear thought about Brandon. He truly did feel sorry that he bit him. Who cared if Brandon had started the fight? Would saying, I'm sorry, make all the feelings go away? Later that day, the class took turns on the merry-go-round. Little Bear was in line ahead of Brandon. But when Little Bear's turn came, he said, You go first, Brandon. I'm sorry that I bit you. And I'm really sorry that I didn't share, said Brandon. Really sorry. Friends again, he asked. Best friends, said Little Bear. Little Bear was happy to be Brandon's friend again. To celebrate the next day, he brought Brandon's favourite snack to school. You're a special banana, my best, my Mr. Best Friend, he said with a bow. Later, the class made kites. Will you hold this string tight for me? Asked Brandon asked Little Bear. When the string, when the string pinched Little Bear's finger, Brandon said, I'm sorry, Little Bear, I'm very sorry. When Little Bear accidentally pulled the string off Brandon's kite, he said quickly, Oops, I'm sorry, Brandon, I'm very sorry. The cubs looked at each other and laughed. I'll race you to the field, Brandon, yelled Little Bear. It really didn't matter who was right and who was wrong. It just felt great to have a best friend back again. And that's the end of the story. book by the gizmo called the gizmo by paul jennings it is a story well if you haven't read it i'll just read the back it says stephen's bra is starting to slip his pantyhose are sagging his knickers keep falling down oh the shame of it he stole a gizmo and now it's paying him back another crazy yarn from australia's master of madness so stay listening if you want to find out what that is about. Chapter 1. I have never stolen anything before. That's why I'm not feeling so good. I think I'm going to be sick all over the stall. I look at the electric gizmos all laid out for people to buy. What if I spew up just as I'm taking something? What if I vomit right when I lean over the counter? Everyone at the market will look. The police will grab me. They will tell my father. It will be all in the papers. Everyone will know about the boy who was sick when he was trying to nick. Go on, says Flogger. Don't be a wimp. He is standing there in his stolen leather jacket and stolen jeans. He is pointing at one of the gizmos. Quick, knock it off, he says. Why did I agree to this? Why, why, why? You promised, said Flogger. He holds up the spanner that he stole from the lady on the tool stall. You promised to nick something if I did. If I did. I did promise too, but I was just showing off, pretending to be tough. What an idiot. I don't want to take anything, but I promised, and Flogger will tell the kids at school that I wimped out. Broke my word. I couldn't let that happen. No way. <sighs> I swallowed and tried to hold down my dinner. I looked at the little man who owns the stall. 
He's sort of strange, like a man from another world. There is something not quite right about him. His eyes are kind of wrong. When he blinks, you can see through them as if they're windows. It seems to be raining inside his head. He looks as if he could snap his fingers and turn me into a worm. I am scared of him and I am scared of Flogget. I am too scared to steal something. I'm too scared not to. What will I do? The little man bends down to tie up his shoe. It is almost as if he is daring me to take something. Behind him I see a sign that says, Thieves will be punished. Quick, whispers Flogger. This is your chance. Go, go, go. It is now or never. I close my eyes and grab something from the counter. I don't even know what it is. I turn and I run. I scamper off like a terrified rabbit. I hear Flogger's breath and pounding feet as he runs behind me. I run and run until my heart hurts so much that I have to stop. I collapse into a heap behind the hot dog stall. I wait for the screams and shouts. I wait for someone to yell, Stop, thief! But no one does. Woo-wee! Yells Flogger. You did it! You finally grew up! He pats me on the back. Woo-wee! Yells Flogger. You did it! You finally grew up! He pats me on the back. What a hero, he says. Flogger grins at me. He's glad that I have done it. What he has... He's glad that I have done... That I have done what he has done. He is glad that I'm a thief like him. We both look at Gizmo, which I still hold tight in my hand. It is shaped like a ball with little coloured windows in it. When I look in the windows, I can see that it is raining inside. The ball is made of steel and has a button saying on. There is no button saying off. I've never seen anything like that. To be honest, it gives me the creeps. I do not feel like a hero. I am a thief. Two minutes ago, I was a normal boy, just a kid who owned a pet mouse and a broken bike with the best mum and dad in the world and now I am a thief. I've stolen something and I don't even know what it is. I feel like a worm, a worm of toothpaste that has been squeezed out of the tube and can't get back in. What did you get? asked Floggett. He stares at my stolen loot. That belongs to me, he says. I get to keep it for teaching you how to flog. You can have it, I say sadly. I don't want it. Push the on button, says Floggett. He does not seem quite so keen to take the gizmo now. Maybe he's scared of it. We don't know what it is, I say. Yeah, says Flogged. You better go back and pinch the instructions. A shadow falls over us. We both look up. A security guard is staring down. He wears a blue uniform. He is looking straight at us. Hey, you two, he says. Quick as a flash, Flogget jumps up and throws a stolen spanner onto my lap. Here's your spanner back, he says to me in a loud voice. He bends down and whispers in my ear, Meet me in the pool. Then he turns and runs for his life. Come back, I yell, don't leave me. Floggett looks back over his shoulder just for a second. Suffer, is all he says. Then he vanishes around the corner. I am left alone with the loot and the security guard and a very guilty look on my face. on uh, the story time with Aaron uh, thing, uh, um, including a chapter of a novel per episode. Yeah, I think that's really cool how she aims her books at 
the younger audience and the older audience. Yes, and it's like, you know, you follow the story through as the episodes go. Mm. So I think it's a good idea, and you should definitely keep it, Darren. Yes. Definitely. So, coming up next is our year two toy incursion. Which just sounds good. Some of Miss Claycorn's kids, the year twos, are for their toy incursion. And I'm Gemma. And I'm Angelica. So, at the toy incursion, what did you do? Well, we explored the toys. We got to play with some. We talked about the different materials. That tin was made for the royal family. And wood is some of the old toys. And plastic is for the new toys. Did you learn um, that toy can be any shape and 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 it can move different ways? Okay. Um, okay. Do you want to talk a bit louder? So, uh, did you learn? Did you get to make anything? Um, uh, no. 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 Well, we did. Um, we got to build Lego. So that's part of making. Reckon. Um, what was your favourite part about the excursion? Um, I like the best the game mode. Um, and I liked game mind as well. Why did you do the incursion? Well, could we bring in some toys to talk about? Because we're learning about toys and concepts and the materials they're made of and how they move and and this time we're just learning all about toys and how they work. Okay. Why do you why do you think you did the incursion? Because mm, this channel we're learning about toys. Okay. Well, thank you guys for letting us interview. Well, thank you guys for letting us interview you. Um, we hope you enjoyed your time here. And Have yeah. a nice day. Actually, Luke, I can't really remember if we had this incursion in year two. Did we have this incursion? I'm not sure. Did we, Mitch? Uh, I don't think we... No, I don't think we did. Yeah, me neither. I think, I think don't it's like remember it. a fairly new thing. Anyway, it sounds fun because you get to like build Lego and learn mm. about all different toys and all that. So it sounds fun. And the year twos, I uh, hope you had fun there. It sounds like you did. So. Yeah. Mm. Coming up next is the student work spotlight. So we have Elliot, who has been doing some excellent work in his class. So let's hear from him after this show. So we 
we'd like to start giving students a chance to actually share some mm. of their work because there's a lot of outstanding students in our school. I mean, yeah. that's why we're called Wembley because we're like Wembley Stadium. We're amazing <laughs> and everyone <laughs> yeah. loves us. <laughs> and so this week we have Elliot Corner, Com- comma. comma, sorry, sorry if I said your name wrong, from 5B who has an original story that he completed in week three. Here it is. Hi, I'm Tessa. And I'm Angelica. And today we have Elliot Comer from what class are you in? 5B. Okay, so what do you have here for us? Um, I've written a narrative about uh, something that looks like a Pikachu and it hatches out of an egg. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. So, just whenever you're ready, you can start. Okay. The Pika Jeff by Elliot Comer. It was two o'clock in the afternoon at the park. There was a yellow path with plants all around it. Ben Simmons, the famous Australian NBA player who is six foot ten, was walking around the park thinking about what he was going to do in his next game. Then a lady walked up to him and said, Hey, I found an egg and don't know what to do with it. I was wondering if you wanted it. Sure, Ben Simmons said. What is in this egg? Ben Simmons is thinking. The first night that he had the egg, it was peaceful. But as the nights went on, he started hearing faint whispers. Jeff! He went to the corridor to check. To check. He, he looked at the egg on the bench and it stopped. The next couple of nights, he, he heard it. He heard it. So he decided to sleep in the room next to it. For the next couple of nights, he didn't hear anything. He decided to move back to his normal bedroom, and then that night, when he went to sleep, Jeff, 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 ah! He yelled, what is wrong with this egg? The day after that, something amazing happened. There was a crack in the egg. The same night, something hatched out of the egg. It looked like a Pikachu, but with a different face. It was yellow with its head tilted to the left a bit, with darker yellow stripes on its back. Its tail was in a forked lightning shape. This was perfect because Ben Simmons had a basketball game tomorrow and he could get to sleep. The next day he got ready for his game and brought Pika Jeff. He named it Pika Jeff, by the way. It was game seven of the NBA Finals. Pika Jeff cheered him on and at the end, they won 139 to 102. When he got home, he gave Pika Jeff a big steak and some electric cookies, and then they won the finals the next season as well. From then on, Pika Jeff and Ben Simmons have never had any fights and never will. Good job. Well, thank you for joining us, Elliot. That was a really, really good piece of writing like I wouldn't have I had my bike um <laughs> this is what we mean <laughs> written anything better or would n- I, I don't even know what I'm saying it was very creative yeah <laughs> yeah great I- job to Elliot Cow Cow Coma no comma 
comma, yes. Comma, yes. Great job to him because he came up onto this podcast, which takes quite a bit of effort, mm-hmm. as me and Mitch know, and he just shared his absolutely brilliant story. I thought he was really good. Yeah, That's, it's yeah. really creative. And yeah. I can tell Elliot, um, he's got many more stories up his sleeve, you know, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I think... I'm not saying that there's a writer in the future for him, but I think there's a writing career in the future for him. Yes, definitely. Anyway, coming up next is the Year One Series Incursion. Spelled C-E-R-E-S. So at the end of week three, the year ones went to Sirius to support their concept learning. And Mr. Magnabosco gathered up some of his year one students to tell us all about it. Hi, I'm Tessa. And I'm Angelica. And today we're going to be interviewing the year ones about their excursion, I think it was earlier this week. Friday. Friday, actually, last week. Um... To series, so we're just going to ask you a few questions and yeah. Okay, so what did you learn when you went to series? How to, like, how to make paper. Ooh, how do you make paper? So you get like little bits of paper and then you put this, I can't, I can't remember. Like that. a frame? In a little, yeah, like in the water. In a tub of water. Yeah. Mm. So you make like paper. Yeah. yeah, and then you mix it around and then so you... Like, and then you, and you take the top bit off and then you flip it over and then you get um, a, a paper. Like, like a cloth like a, and then you get all yeah. the water out of it and then you tip it down and then you let it to dry. Nice. What was the main reason why you went to series? To learn about recycling. And discover stuff. And have fun. Yeah, that's the point. So, um... Are you learning about that in class? What was your favourite part? Because we're going to series, I think, this week yeah. uh, for because we're going to learn about energy. So, what was your favourite part? Um, when we dressed up. It was like this treehouse, and there was like these oh, yeah. holes, and you go through the holes, and you go down to the ground. The plants. Yeah, I like the plants. I like the um when they dress up as different animals. Yeah, and uh, we went to feed chickens. I didn't. We did not. And you heard the rooster. Oh, is it loud? Not very loud. And I saw. And it was like the chickens were like pecking the like big leaves. It was like (laughs) like pecking like this. What did the rooster sound like? Mm, Not not really like loud. So it's a bit loud. It's not really loud. So uh, what did you like and what did you not like? Um, I didn't really like. I didn't like. I didn't, I didn't like anything. <coughs> it was raining when you went. Yeah. yeah I yeah. didn't yeah. like so when we had to put our pants. I didn't like. I didn't like when we had to put our head in the freezing cold water and to shake the. Thing back and forwards, the water was really, really and cold. We were playing yeah. in the rain, and then we all had to come inside. Yeah. In our own, I like in our home base. I like when we eat. Because you get to see all your friends. And you have to eat. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> but we're in different groups. 
But you could go with your friends. So you could see them. Is there you can. anything you didn't like or did you like it all? Like I liked it all, except the weather. I yeah. You just said you didn't like anything. Uh, uh, well, not the uh, river. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's a pleasure to talk to you guys, and um, looks like we got some tips to go to series. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Ooh. Bye. Bye. So, as you know, Luke, uh, the year six is actually going to series on in a couple of weeks, I think. So, what do you think about series? Are you excited for it? I'm actually pretty excited for it. Yeah, it yeah, actually yeah. sounds pretty good. Because we, we went on the website just, just then, and it looks pretty good. It's like a nature area where it has, like, a bunch of, like, nature things. It looks fun. It looks very interactive. Mm, very and, interactive. Mm. And, you know, yeah. It looks... Like, actually pretty gnarly. Yeah, like, it Sorry. looks really, um... Uh, like green and there's so many animals and people mm. around. So yeah, can't wait for that. So coming up next, as we all know, is Mother's Day because Mother's Woo! Day is on Sunday. Yeah. This this week, the week we are recording. Yeah. It's on Sunday, so you can hear all about that. As we all know, it is, in fact, Mother's Day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for all our Wembley mums who, like, always, like, you know, like, my mum used to um do the uh, thing where, like, she'd come in at, mm. like, reading and yeah, she'd read with some people. And uh, there's so many mums who, like, do things for school yeah. and, you know, we just need to appreciate them and, like... It's so good that mums, like, spend their entire day for us, raising us, you know, giving us food, mm. giving us houses. And, like, lots of mums, like, take mm. their kids around to sport, yeah. like, go to training, go to mm. games. And, you mums know, do so much for us. Respect and we, to all mums. Mm, mums, mums. Mums are so good. Yes. So, um, so just a just little uh, thing. What are you going to get for your mum at the Mother's Day store? Or do you have, um, do you have no idea yet? Oh, no, I don't think I'm going to get something from Mother's Day store. Yeah, usually it's like... Because, like, I usually get one from the store, but yeah. I think me and Dad are planning something big mm. today. Like, you know... Ticket to New York. Actually, my mum is doing this this year, but just with her uh, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to New York. Anyway, so... Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Yeah. Have, and... have you got a good Mother's Day story? Um... Well, I do. Oh, really? Um, so basically, you know, because when I used to play football, like every morning, every morning, it'd be like, uh, like every morning I had to go straight to football. So I'd never see, like I have to go straight to a game. So I'd never see my mum on Mother's Day, but now I can. And that's not really a bit of, it's not really a story, but. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So coming up next is the outro. So time 
for the outro where we are going to be talking about some upcoming things, mm. aren't we, Mitchell? Yes, some upcoming dates. So Tuesday, uh, the fifteenth of wait. No, Tuesday the 15th to uh, Friday the 18th of May. It's NAPLAN. Yes, year three and five. Uh, this year, Wembley has been nominated to trial doing a NAPLAN online, which is mm. a bit different, you know. We wish them all luck and maybe, you know, did you, maybe maybe we had... Did you have any NAPLAN stories yourself, Mitch? Fun yeah, I mean, yes, I do. I, mean, do. I do, I do, I remember in year three, which is like the first time you ever do NAPLAN, everyone mm. was so scared. It's like, oh my God, it's going to be so scary. But it's really just taking like it's like just taking a it's like taking a pre test basically. Yeah. It's not really bad at all. Except <laughs> for the fact that you think every answer very topic like <laughs> Yeah. Well no, it's not even that really. Mm. Mm. So next week Saint John's Ambulance visits Wembley and teaches us all first mm. aid as a part of their school program. That's happening Tuesday the fifteenth. Of May. Yes, uh, of also May. Prep have their pre-camp activity on Thursday, 17th of May. This is the uh, fairy tale fiasco. Hey, we just... reported on that last year. Yeah, remember last year? We were like, what yeah. Is what, what is it? What is it? So now we know what the fairy tale yes. fiasco is. Yes, yes, we do. Wednesday, the 23rd of May is a student-free day. So it's a teacher curriculum day, so mm. we get to go home. Um, so on Tuesday, the 29th of May, we have the MacBook Parent Information mm-hmm. Session, 6 p.m. in the Burr. Mm, this is mainly for the year three parents on Tuesday the 29th of May which will begin at 6pm in the Burr building or the gym Kinneburr building. Kinneburr building. The information covered in this evening will be explained how the MacBooks are integrated into the classroom and finance financial costs involved you choose to participate in the program. This is highly recommended for all current year 3 parents. Please RSVP to Angela Petridis, assistant principal. So, so, thank you for listening to this week's yes. podcast. It's been a very, very good episode, good episode I think. Um, mm. So, you know, we're on podbean.com. We're also on iTunes. Sorry if this uh, has been a bit too long. We just, mm. this week was so absolutely jam-packed. We couldn't yeah. fit it all into, you know, yeah. one short little start. Anyway... Signing off, I'm Luke. And I'm Mitch. Even though it's the other way around. Bye! Bye.